You're listening to 1995 Rewind. Ooh. I'm Fraser Ruddick. And I'm Ryan Richards. Uh, Fraser, did you know when I was six years old, my mother let me watch Hellraiser? Oh, you know that? How, do, do, do you know much about Hellraiser? Do you know that oh, it's yeah. definitely not a six year old uh, friendly movie? Not an <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty vicious there, and this is I'm sure this is why you are the way that you are. Yeah. <laughs> disturbed. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to put all the blame onto my mother, but uh, yeah, um, I mean, she won't enjoy. You me. just did. Well, that's true. <laughs> that is true. She won't enjoy me telling you. To be fair, um, she gets frustrated when I bring this story up often, mostly right. because she seems to think that like I just stroll down and watch the movie. Though she's the adult in charge, right? She should right. be. She should be prepared for a child sneaking down, catching glimpses of horrific, well, horrific. Uh, I just don't talking. like that you're telling this story because you're talking about a film from like 1987 <laughs> on this podcast about 1995. Get off! But, get off! But there is. What are you doing? There is a segue, Fraser. <laughs> Let me get to it. All right. So scary, terrifying movie. Uh, kept me up all night. There I was watching ITV. That's a, a lovely British channel. I'm sure you'll be pleased to know about that. And uh, Mad Max Two comes on. Mad Max Two right. is the only only. Yep, still, you're still not in 1995. Keep going along. Keep going along. <laughs> so Mad Max Two is on, and Waterworld, the movie that we are meant to be watching, Fraser, uh, is very similar to Mad Max. So there you go. That's my. Oh, you that's you mean a viciously crapper version of Mad Max? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, a significantly crapper version of Mad Max. Um, but yeah, so that was the only thing that could get me to sleep that night. Hellraiser is well, a very scary movie, as an aside. I'm I'm so confused of the connection here. I'm so lost. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> You're talking about Hellraiser, and then somehow you connected it to Waterworld. What the fuck? It's, it's a talent, Fraser. It's a talent. <laughs> All right, now uh, everyone, I've got to give full disclosure here. <laughs> we actually recorded this episode yesterday, and it was a fantastic almost two hours of conversation about this film. We were funny. We were engaging. We were intelligent. There was very minimal delay. It sounded like we were in the same room, and. Then then about a minute before it was over, there was a hardware malfunction and <laughs> all that audio was lost. <laughs> yeah. So now we've got to dive back in and talk about it again. And I don't want to fucking do that. Like, if we have to do this, I'm going to kill myself. I swear to fucking God. Uh, I'm happy for this, Fraser. It gave me another reason to watch Waterworld. Well, the thing is, a like, third like, time. Wait, hang a on. Third wait, time. Wait, you watched? Did you seriously watch it again today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait, not today. Well, I just yesterday. woke up. But yeah, yesterday yes. in in us uh, us normal people land. <laughs> um, I'm 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 struggling enough having to talk about this fucking film again. You've gone in for another watch. I just want to make sure the points I make, okay, are accurate. I don't want to be one of these, you know fake podcasters who turn up having watched a movie one and three quarters times right i like to do my do my work come in well i don't like this because this means that everything you said yesterday you're just going to be like hmm no that's invalid (laughs) now okay i've got better points keeping it fresh keeping it fresh So, so you know, I, I don't know. Do you, do you think I've, I've, I've stuffed things up by telling everyone? Do you think it would have been better for us to play it all? Be like, oh, what do you really think of it? Oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> I'm so surprised. 
I, I think it brings a unique edge uh, to this podcast. I think we should do this every episode, and it gives us just another angle. Okay, you've got your nineteen ninety five angle. Just, yeah, let's let's consider consider yesterday a rehearsal, exactly. and we just do rehearsals. This, it's, it's, got, it's like a it's it's like a theater production this <laughs> we've got all our prime material now ready to ready to hit the people with we can cut oh you back. know if if we tried to do like the same funnies like it will fall so fucking flat <laughs> so you gotta you gotta come up with some new funnies yeah i mean i was barely bringing the funnies last time Fraser, so this this could be cha- this could be a challenge well you know why because i was bringing all the funnies because i was such a sad sack in that tommy boy episode what the fuck was wrong with me i just sat there like yeah yeah and i, and I was going on about how much i liked that film but i had nothing to say about it but Waterworld. A film that I did not think I'd have anything to say about it. I spoke for almost two hours, and hey, now I'm going to speak about it again. <laughs> uh, can we just finish this episode now? Yeah. Just, so, just what, what's your in, rating? Back into that, just, just, just brief on just like what, what we thought about, it, and then, then we're done. But I know people are excited about the Waterworld episode. People are super excited about it. Um, did you get any uh, online, any online uh, interaction? Was anyone dropping any messages? Anyone pleased that we were doing Waterworld? Oh, yes, yes. Mm. Um, we are on the Instagram. Yeah, well, anywhere, mate. Anywhere online. I, I don't judge. Well, on the Instagram, we had uh, Dope Rambling say, love this film. Oh. Well, and, he, and... he clearly hasn't watched it three times in a row. <laughs> we also had... Uh, Kevin Costnerific <laughs> said, "Love it." I'm, I'm going to assume I'd be, I'd be worried. No bias. I had a I had a look at their uh, at their Instagram, and mm. that's actually the Kevin Costner Italian fan club. Oh, I love that. Well, well, hey, to all our Italian listeners. <laughs> and then we also got a, um, a message from Nasarina Simonella, and they've said, "Ame." Epacatola, Molto, Bella, Aventura, Nova, Futuro. You, you've absolutely smashed the pronunciation there, Fraser. <laughs> so, Congratulations. Yeah. No idea what they were on about, and uh, I couldn't, I couldn't copy and paste to, into a translator. So uh, uh, <laughs> they finished it with a heart. So I'm sure they're, they're loving the water. <laughs> there we go. They're loving there we it. Go. They're loving it. The heart is uh, <laughs> universal, right? Hey, but good on you for not uh, for because we didn't we I didn't actually read out those messages uh, yesterday. So good on there, you for, for bringing that up because I realised I'd forgotten. So there, there we go, you brand go. new to- content, guys. Brand new, new content. content. Hey, what's um, your what's your coping mechanism for being able to talk about this film again? Because I'll tell you, in this room right now, <laughs> I've got myself a bottle of whiskey and a big bottle of uh, Coca Cola No Sugar. And, and I'm I'm ready to party. I'm ready. No, to, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do whatever it takes to talk about this again. <laughs> no sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Surely you yeah, want gotta, maximum gotta, sugar in that coke, mate. If you're gonna go into the deep murky depths of Waterworld again. I didn't think this through. <laughs> but here's another problem. I've realised where I've placed the whiskey right now. If I reach over, I'm risking no. accidentally pulling out that cable again. <laughs> no. But it's I want right, the whiskey. Crazy. I need. I need the whiskey to get through this episode. Mm, I. I. I think leave it. If I'm honest, <laughs> if I end up having to talk about this for a fourth time, for a fourth time, sorry, third time, but watch the movie for a fourth time because that's the system I work. I will not be pleased with you, Fraser. I. I kind of want to pull the plug <laughs> just to get you to watch it a fourth time. <laughs>
Oh. All right, let's uh, let's talk about this damn film, and I'll just I'll just uh, reach over and pour myself a sneaky whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So uh, according to IMDb, the synopsis is. In a future where the polar ice caps have melted and Earth is almost entirely submerged, a mutated mariner fights starvation and outlaw smokers and... <laughs> I love the reading on smokers. This, this trailer voice has got better and better, Fraser. <laughs> and reluctantly helps a woman and a young girl try to find dry land. Wow, I'm, I'm like... When I'm reading that, it actually makes sense. When I'm saying it, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Imagine if you had me on the trailer doing that. People, but people would love it because I'd say, you bring an intrigue. That's a lot of intrigue. <laughs> Just lots of intrigue. Like nothing else. It's like an nothing else film. to this. Just intrigue. Um, I, again, I, I, I think there could be a... Um, a market for you just voiceovering trailers, Fraser, delivering <laughs> buckets and buckets Thank of you to every trailer. Thank you. Um, it is it is my lifelong dream. Yeah. So as synopsis goes, though, right? That's uh, definitely a, an accurate one, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, would say that, uh, that pretty much describes the film. I yeah. couldn't describe it any better. But thanks a lot for the fucking spoiler on the uh, the mutant thing. Yeah, yeah, irritating because. <laughs> As we all know, in the movie, it's a hell of a reveal. Do you remember the scene um, where they find out he's a mutant? In yes. particular. And the man, reve- like, he slowly, you watch the camera zoom in, he slowly, like, touches his ear and just pulls it back, slowly looks at the camera, and then just shouts, mutation, in a really, really weird line reading. It's, uh, it's bizarre to behold. <laughs> Bizarre I don't get why they why they like lost their shit about him being a mutant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we 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 should we'll get into that, right? We will get into that. All right. At, I'm sorry for jumping ahead. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm uh, my I, best here. this is the it's it, that's prime gold. That's prime gold, Fraser. <laughs> All right. So I'll ask the question: Did you like this film? Well, I was rooting for this one. I really, really, really wanted it to be. Um, better than its reputation um declares it um like i wanted it to be kind of like a misunderstood gem but Mm. for me it does not manage to do that um i mean there uh, there for me there are things i enjoy about this movie um which we'll get into but overall it's hampered by a lot of problems uh, throughout throughout the movie um there's a, lo- a lot of weird weird stuff in this film as we will mm-hmm. happily discuss um yep but yeah no, i could have uh, sworn overall. yesterday you said yes you like no nope, this no lies <laughs> no, i will not i will not have that on my uh, on my head freezer um, you know the best thing about doing this? It proves that I just didn't listen to you the whole time <laughs> yesterday. Genuinely surprised by each of my comments. Um, no, uh, yeah, overall, uh, I don't think I can say I liked this film. There, there are parts about it that I enjoy, but overall, yeah. it's, yeah, not not for me. Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah. Okay, loved it. Loved it. <laughs> my favourite film ever. I, I have, I've heard a lie before, Fraser, and that, my friend, is a lie. 
<laughs> oh, I see. Yes. Well, as 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 I've I, as I mentioned yesterday, uh, no. Look, and and it's not it's not a hard no. Honestly, it's it's no, mm-hmm. but because I didn't hate it, I didn't heavily dislike it. It's fine. But I just can't bring myself to say yes that I like it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. I, I I can I can understand that logic. And I, like sometimes I think with film, especially like it kind of annoys me more when something's just fine. I don't know. I don't know yeah. if you get that. Like I can appreciate a really bad movie that's you know just horrifically bad. For at least like the comedy value of it being horrific, and uh, like a bad movie that tries as well, I, I can enjoy. But something that's just fine, just coast along, eh, no, not for me. Although I will say, in its defence, I don't think it just coasted along. I don't think it. Like I, I do think they genuinely yeah. tried to create something. Just what they created was uh, not not great. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm, I was kind of glad I, I didn't hate it because I kind of thought I might hate it, mm. and I, I don't know. I think, uh, uh, look, I, I, I don't, I don't want to be watching films that I'm gonna hate. Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to be as positive sure. as possible. I, I don't want to sit down and just be like, all right, like yeah, you know, there's so bad it's good. Like mm-hmm. that's a different thing than just hating something, something being a sure. painful experience. I mean, you know, watching this film once, uh, you know, is, is, is fine. Mm-hmm. I had no no problems about that. Uh, talking about it twice, however, um, <laughs> there I do not have enough whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it can it, it can only hold uh, so much conversation. I think um, they they I don't think have enough material in their movie to warrant yep. um, anything much deeper. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the... Uh, so it was directed by Kevin Reynolds. The name did not uh, ring a bell to me, mm-hmm. but uh, he'd previously, t- uh, prior to this, had done a film called Fandango the Beast and the Beast of War. Films I don't know. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, <laughs> which is a film we all know. I remember seeing that one as a kid, right? And it was so fucking long yeah. that it had an intermission <laughs> in the cinema. And then so it goes to black and it's like end of part one i'm like all right yeah let's go home and they're like no that's, <laughs> like, that's, yeah, that's only halfway and i was like oh i am oh, um, shit i feel they should bring intermissions back i went to watch what was it uh the one of the latest tarantino ones i can't remember where he's locked up in a snow cabin and they had a purposeful intermission and it was a super surreal experience like it, for a movie to have like a weird break in between like uh, bring it yeah. back bring it back i say what did you what did you do during that break did you go to the bathroom um no no i mostly just twiddled my thumbs um i talked about the movie with the person next to me and then it came back on it was all very very unexciting um, wow you didn't you didn't utilize that break no, at all. you could have gone and gotten some popcorn what's your problem mate i'm not an animal all right i've already brought one bucket of popcorn they charge like what 10 pound a bucket first of all i'm not i don't have that kind of money to go get a second <laughs> bloody massive bucket of popcorn. Well, hang on. Hey, I, I, I imagine that you're, you're one of those people who gets the small popcorn. I like to save money where I can. I'm not, you know, as much, what, I, what, right, what really boggles my mind is they'll ask you, do you want to go large 
for an extra 10p right i feel like yeah. it they're trying to like force you into it by being like oh it's only 10p like screw you i'm gonna save that 10p i'm gonna i'm gonna go put it in my little skull piggy bank and save it hey I, I don't need your extra four tons of popcorn for 10p first of all i'm not gonna eat that much popcorn ever what a loser you are <laughs> <laughs> fuck you fraser all right <laughs> you you cheap bastard! You could have unlimited popcorn. Because what I love is that when you when you you know you're in the last quarter of the film, mm. and then you still got a bit of popcorn in there. It's the super salty stuff at the bottom. Hold on, hold That's on. The best. Are you telling me you you've watched the movie and you've finished your popcorn? That that's happened to you every single time. And well, I'm talking about the large popcorn. You, my friend, are not paying attention to the movie. All right, I'm too engrossed. I'm too engrossed with what's going on in front of me to be munching away on popcorn. I'm not. I'm not overthinking the popcorn. Sticking <laughs> my hand in and putting it to my mouth like a pro. It's. I don't have to think about it. Uh, maybe. Well, I mean, <laughs> little insight it's, into it's our not podcast. It's like I'm opening a Mars you know bar where, where there's, where there's clap, a technique right? to it, and I really need to put my whole focus in there. <laughs> you know how hard it is for me to do simple actions, Fraser. Right? It takes a lot of mental energy to do one simple action all right so it's either watching the movie or eating the popcorn all right and my choice is made when i brought that ticket all right if you can't appreciate popcorn you can't appreciate movies (laughs) right what else did he do come on was it wherever movies (laughs) well okay so um uh so fandango and robert hood prince of thieves also starred kevin costner so uh Mm -hmm. kevin reynolds big kevin costner fan i would say um so uh, after after waterworld he went on to direct uh, the count of monte cristo and a bunch of films like that none that i've seen and just ones that aren't really my thing i'm sure they're uh, okay though i do uh, i don't know if you know about risen the one he did about jesus's resurrection it's really no. bizarre it stars draco malfoy it's, Wait, as Jesus? Uh, uh, I don't believe he is Jesus, but I do <laughs> assume he may be, given the magic connection. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, really, really strange filmography. He hasn't really done much. Like, I, uh, did you know much about Kevin Reynolds going in? Did you know him as anything? Like, no. I all I knew is that he did that Robin Hood one with Kevin Costner, and that's the extent of my knowledge. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I didn't, I didn't recognize the name, mm. and I'd seen Robin Hood, and I, and I've now seen Waterworld, yep. and um, I can't say uh, you're his biggest <laughs> either fan. of those. Are, I, yeah, no, neither of those are really, really standing That's out for fair. me. I mean, I haven't seen Robin Hood since I, I was that kid in the cinema, ready to leave at halftime, <laughs> <laughs> which is immediately a bad sign, right? If you if you're ready, up and ready, and they have not finished the story, there's no sort yeah. of conclusion. Um, I already had to walk back into that cinema. I'm I'm never going back into that film ever. <laughs> um, okay, so then uh, in the cast we have, of course. Kevin Costner. Mm. And I had a moment where I actually had to look up Kevin Costner because I was like, hang on, what's he have, What's he actually been in there? <laughs> of course, there's things like Dances with Wolves, mm. The Bodyguard, etc. etc. What are your thoughts on Kevin Costner? What are my thoughts on Kevin Costner? Bit of... Bit of uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get much out of Kevin Costner, to be Fair. honest. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree, man. Like, I, there's something about... like, I think... 
Kevin Costner is best when he's playing that everyman where you can kind of like he, he plays the average middle American really well. Uh, so in like films like Bull, Dur- uh, Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, stuff like that. You know, if you love baseball, you, you can picture yourself as as Kevin Costner. But like as an action hero. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. Scary. Kevin. Co- <laughs> I forgot. Kevin Costner was uh, that was him in Field of Dreams. That was him in Field of Dreams. Play, playing the baseball. <laughs> hitting hitting those home runs. Is that is that, that what they call it? Film. Baseball. Wait. Wait, no, he wasn't. He wasn't playing the baseball. He was just I, out there plowing the fucking I, field. I, I, I don't. So, so then all the ghosts would come and play the I, baseball. Listen, I haven't. He was just a hardworking man. Field of Dreams for years. I just remember there was baseball, and I think he has sex with Susan Sarandon. I like. I don't. I don't remember Ooh. the specifics. That could be wrong. I don't. Don't hold that against me. Film. Uh, film Twitter or any of those nerds who are going to come for me. I'll, I'll get it in clarifications next week. It'll be fine. <laughs> I find Kevin Costner a bit uh, a bit flat. Yeah, um, like, I think that's his shtick. Like, the last thing yeah. I saw him in before this was he's um, Kent, isn't he? Pa Kent in uh, the new Bat- uh, Batman and Superman stuff. And even in that, like, he plays that with a real kind of, like, I don't know, like, weird flat line delivery i i, I think that might right. just be his thing um the last real good thing i saw him in was mr brooks which people should definitely check out if they get a chance uh genuinely does he play does he, he play he, mr brooks he himself? plays the the mr brooks um but a serial killer it, genuinely a very very good movie uh, if you get a chance yeah. give it a watch but yeah outside of that i i can't say i've ever particularly enjoyed uh, a kevin costner performance Sorry, Kevin. Not even in Waterworld? Um, especially not in Waterworld. Um, <laughs> probably the epitome of, of bad Kevin Costner performances. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was really harsh. I'll take that back, Kevin. I'm sorry. Um, who else have we got in this movie? Dennis Hopper. He's a thing. Yes. He's a thing that happens. Um, Dennis I... Hopper in a horrible, horrible <laughs> performance, I must say. In your opinion, Fraser. In your opinion. I believe this is where we may, uh, may clash a little. Um, Wait, I, you thought he was fantastic in the film? I enjoy him in this movie. I, like, I don't think he's fantastic. I, I don't think there's anything that's particularly fantastic in the movie. Um, but I do enjoy him. And I, I, I think I enjoy the fact that he's very clearly in a different movie to everyone else. That, like, he's just turned up on set. The, the director's gone, right, this is how we're going to do this role. And he's gone, no... I think I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chew every bit of scenery, take all of you down with me. Um, yeah, he's, he's, it's a very, very weird role. He plays it. Um, I, I, I think he plays it with a fun, in, in a fun style. I enjoy it. What do you not like well, about it, Fraser? About about his, his performance yeah, about in his, this yeah, film. Yeah. It was just just generally awful. Hmm? It was not convincing. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's hard to play convincing post-apocalyptic maniac. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a stretch for poor Dennis. What's Dennis Hopper's claim to fame? I think speed, right? It's got to be speed. Or actually, he is in that five-minute cameo in True Romance. So it's one of the two. One of the two. (laughs) What about Super Mario Brothers? Uh, That's, I mean, it's a claim to a kind of fame, but I'm almost certain it's not the fame he would want. He was he was pretty much playing the exact exact same character in this film that he was in. True, that. true. Um, yeah, he's a he's a he's a strange actor. He's a strange actor, old, old Dennis Hopper. 
Yeah. Is, is he still alive or did he die? Uh, I think he may be dead. I don't Ooh. know. I've made that claim. Oh God rest his soul. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Dennis, if if you're alive and listening to this, but uh, if you could not be, that would be great for my uh, facts next week. Um, <laughs> Imagine that if he's like alive yeah. and he's like he's looking, he's like you know constantly, constantly checking out the tags, himself, yeah, yeah. and this comes up on a keyword, and it's we're saying like oh, we're sorry to have lost Dennis Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is he's gone. Yeah, Dennis Hopper is awful. Also, he's dead. And he's just like, what? none of this is true. I'm just here, guys, working a living. Uh, <laughs> Googling now. I'm just Googling. I'm Googling Dennis Hopper dead. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, alive. Um, yeah, he, he brings a weird energy to this movie that I particularly enjoy. Um, and yeah. I, I will stand by that. I will. Stand uh, by that. I will yeah, well, uh, I'm glad you stand by that because, unfortunately, on the 29th of May in 2010, oh, we lost Dennis Hopper. That's really sad. That's genuinely sad. I'm sorry, Dennis. Dennis's yeah. family, sorry. I uh, but but we'll, we'll, we'll always be able to remember him for it, his fantastic it, performance as King Cooper. Super Mario. Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> nice. Uh, we've also got the kid uh, Tina Majorino mm-hmm. in this, um, who her, had previously done Andre, and she was very well known for that. And she's been in a whole bunch of stuff. I remember that, like, the thing with her was always that, like, oh, she retired when she was, like, 14. But mm-hmm. I had a look at her filmography, and she's been working pretty consistently up until now. Like, there might be a year or two gone there, but I wouldn't say that she was ever at any point retired. Yeah, see, I knew nothing of uh, Tina going into this movie. Um, having checked her IMDb, uh, I also uh, found out that she was supposedly retired. Um it seemed like she'd done loads of TV work. Is that right? Yeah, she was Just... in that show Big Love. I recall her being yeah. uh, good at, good in that. But uh, it, was, it was about uh, it was about um, um, uh, what are the oh, fuck? What are they called? Polygamists. Oh, and okay. uh, you know you can't go wrong with polygamists. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey. I, I, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, she, yeah. Like I again knew nothing about her going in. It, the only thing I really have of her now is this movie, and unfortunately. She is one big issue in this movie for me. So sorry, sorry, Tina. Um, Why is that? Uh, I j- just I think the child performance was not good. I think when you have children in a movie, um, they can kind of make it or break it uh, for me. And she definitely, definitely breaks this movie. Um, as a, yeah, as a, child, as child actors are hard though. Yeah. Child actors are hard because Jesus. you know you 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 you've got your whip. You you you're whipping them. You're whipping them. <laughs> work, kid, work. Uh, but uh, there's I only believe, so much you can do. I believe you've um, confused it with slavery. There, Fraser. It's a, uh, an easy error to make. But oh, um, is that is that is that a different thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah they don't. Okay. I don't think they whip children these days. I could be wrong. Obviously, if oh, any no, producers these days, out there, 1995 on the oh, sorry, no. you're right, you're right. Actually, <laughs> there is a big 20 year gap, um, 20 odd year actually. Uh, yeah, um, I've, yeah, like I said, man, I think with child performances, they have to be kind of like on it, and I think it's very rare where you get um, really special child performances that kind of can carry a movie of this kind of because obviously yeah. they're going for like big blockbuster um and to put all that on a child's shoulders is difficult um 
and unfortunately, I don't think she pulls it off. But it does allow me um, to ask you the question of what you think the greatest child performance is, Fraser. Oh, um, I don't know. Well, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with something that Macaulay Culkin did, <laughs> thinking that there wasn't it wasn't even that that great yeah uh, um, the best thing Macaulay Culkin did I suppose was when he uh, took all that money and <laughs> he retired like, he went hard right yeah, yeah. What, what's he um, doing or now? maybe the kid Where from the Macaulay sixth sense Culkin? yeah see I I want to say sixth sense um hey oh Haley Joel um I think he's probably one of the best I think between it's between him and E.T um oh yeah, yeah. no no that's it E.T Henry At- Henry have you Thomas. seen that? Yeah, Henry um, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you seen that kids? Uh, have you seen the the audition clip? Oh, I have, and it's insane. Oh, <laughs> Genuinely so good. insane. So it, good. If if anybody listening hasn't seen it, go check it out. It's just insanely good acting from yeah. what I assume is a nine, ten-year-old boy. Um, yeah, and they yeah, they tell amazing. him on the spot that he's got the job, which uh, that doesn't happen. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I'm assuming so. I'm not in the acting world, Fraser. You would know better than me, but it's, uh, it, yeah, it's genuinely stunning. Um, also, in ET, uh, what's her face was ridiculously good. Um, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, yeah. But I think she, it's a little bit easier for her because she's literally like, what, five years old and clearly doesn't have a clue that she's in the movie and it's just thinking everything is real around her. Thinks the, yeah, well, the alien she, she was on drugs <laughs> at the age of five. So. Oh, she genuinely was, which is really sad, guys. Hollywood, sort your shit out. Uh, um, that is sad. Am I going to have to Google if she's dying? <laughs> well? She is very much alive. I, I saw her in a TV show. Phew. She's just fine. Um, uh, good on her. It's good, good, good to know she's doing well. Yeah, yeah. You go, you, go, you do you, Drew. Uh, who else is in this movie? <laughs> what? Who else is in this movie, Fraser? Oh, we, um, we also had... Uh, uh, Jean Triplehorn. I didn't mention her. Um, uh, I didn't. I knew the. I, I recognized the name, but um, but uh, then I um, I had to. I had to look it up, and it was like Basic Instinct, uh, the firm, Mickey Blue Eyes. Uh, I don't know. I've seen Basic Instinct, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the I ha- never really seen Basic Instinct, not for years. Uh, outside of that, I didn't know much of her. I haven't seen much of her. Um, again, mm. I think she's. Um, not the greatest character in the movie. I don't think she's got much to work with. I think she's quite. Oh, no one did. No one did in this film. Yeah. Um. So yeah, um, I don't really have much to say about her, unfortunately. Um. We'll get into her character obviously in a bit. Um. There's Jack Black. He- he's in the movie, Fraser. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Jack Black appearance. There's, there's a Jack Black. Um. Which is all very bizarre. Did you spot him when he turned up? Well, I, I, yeah, because I'd, I'd seen him on the cast list before, mm-hmm. and so I, I actually looked up like photos of, of where, he, where he was in the film. So he comes in as the pilot, mm-hmm. and might I say, he looked the same then <laughs> than he does now. Yeah. And, and I don't mean that he's like not aged. I'm saying he's probably <laughs> what in his like late forties or something <laughs> now. He looks, he looked in his late forties back in 1995. <laughs> Are you telling me he's Benjamin Buttoning? Is that is that what he's doing here? Is he? I, I guess so. A classic case of uh, Benjamin Buttoning. Um, yeah, he's um, 
it's it's weird that he's in this movie. It's, uh, I find it odd. Apparently, this is his shtick in the nineties. He just just appears randomly in movies. He's in um, a couple of years later in Mars Attacks, I believe, as well in a brief brief cameo uh, role. Yeah, I kind of vaguely vaguely yeah. remember that. Yeah, just appears. He was a uh, he, he, see. I remember like Jack Black around this time and kind of liking him for his performance in the rollerblading film of 1993, <laughs> Airborne. Sorry, a, a rollerblading film? Um, That's right. Do you have any more information? Is it just about if, rollerblading? Look, or? If, if you want to see Jack Black on rollerblades, <laughs> which I do, you get down to your local blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Surely those still exist, right? Oh, definitely. Uh, there are parts of the UK where Blockbuster's still going, I'm sure. Along, alongside Woolworths. <laughs> I, I guarantee you there's still a Blockbuster about somewhere. That's for a little in-joke for the, for the British. I don't, I don't know if that plays for you Australians. Or... It, it doesn't play because <laughs> we've, got, we've got a company called Woolworths, which is totally different than the UK one. It's, what, just, what does it's, the, a, uh... it's a grocery store oh, and it's okay. the biggest grocer in Australia. So, <laughs> so you fucked that one up. So it really doesn't play for you Australians. <laughs> Not at all. You guys are just like, like what yeah, the they're, fuck they're, is they're he They're doing about? very well. They're doing very, very well. <laughs> well, fuck you, Australia, Woolworths. <laughs> um, hey, so can I talk about, I don't like to talk about you know the films scene by scene or anything mm-hmm. but can we talk about that opening shot uh, now do yeah, you remember the opening shot yeah the one with the logo the lovely um planet as it casually dissolves i genuinely enjoyed that <laughs> what the universal logo mm-hmm. no you've gone you've gone way too far that, oh so what wait sorry you literally said the beginning of the movie um, yeah, the movie, not the. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Genuinely though, the logo was genuinely fun. I like, I like, I like me a, a, a fun little, uh, fun little logo move with the Universal Globe as it gradually. You watch Listen, the, shut up! The You're making this this episode longer than. It <laughs> <has> <laughs> to be. Sorry, man. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, okay, yes. The I assume you're on about the uh, pissing scene, the 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 him, the self urinating system of drinking is that is that what yeah. we're yeah. yeah yeah well so so he pisses into into a um into a jug yeah and then he puts it through some sort of filtration system mm-hmm. and then he drinks it yeah all right that's all well and good but why the fuck don't you just use the seawater if you can filter filter all the crap out of it yeah. use the seawater you why would, do you have to use your own pee you would think it would be significantly easier to have a machine that filters salt out of the water than one that filters all the messy chemicals that i assume uh urine is made out of right yeah. i mean I, i'm not a scientist so i obviously if there are any listening please contact us i'm genuinely intrigued about the also uh, Okay, also, yeah. if his drinking water source mm-hmm. is only from his own urine, surely, like, w- when you drink, surely the amount that you pee out is not the same. Like, surely your body acids and whatnot, are, yeah. like, you're just, you're losing it. Yeah, so, so, he's never going to be fully hydrated. Yeah, right. It, it, like, it's kind of a self-defeating system, right? Like, he's constantly just <laughs> gradually getting less and less nutrients with each, each pee drink he takes. And, like... It never comes up again. It never comes up again. Like, clearly this is a thing that is acceptable in this world. It's not like he's going, you know, he's disgusted by this. Like, he's had to resort to it. It's clearly a casual thing that he does. Um, So casual, he just leaves the bottle on the ground, by the way, which is... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's a real problem for me (laughs) as well. 
Unnecessary aiming. Yeah. Now, listen. I worked the overnight shift in a service station. <laughs> I've I've had my have my time of peeing in bottles. But when you do it, you're holding that bottle right up there. Yeah, you, you're not putting it down on the ground where you're gonna miss. Yeah, and that's so. What the fuck? And that's you've a, got two hands. Use them. <laughs> that's in a world where every drop of water isn't precious. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not you're not peeing for for you know water's sake. You're 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 just doing it because you're lazy as fuck, right? And I assume the toilets are locked. Um, he is doing <laughs> this for survival. You're not gonna risk it trying to aim into the bottle or he's just really confident with his uh with his aim who, who knows maybe Look, this is a, a mutant talent of his i understand for me you know i i don't want to be taking the risk of getting it all over the mars bars <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. counter yeah. <laughs> i understand that but it, yeah even still for him why waste it yeah. why waste it it's 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 a bizarre opening uh to a bizarre movie imagine like this is your two you know the highest uh, most expensive movie ever made uh, at that point you're releasing it to your to your summer audience and uh, your opening scene has your 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 gruff hero uh, peeing into a bottle and then uh, yeah. drinking drinking the contents it's uh, a bold Was it bold start to be funny do you think they were trying to make it funny i don't know because it's not played for laughs in any way shape or form um, like there's no response to it. It just happens. Mm. Like there's, yeah. you, you see him piss in the bottle and then he drinks it. That's it. That's the extent of that scene. It cuts to the next bit where he finally sees a human. Like it's, it's very, very bizarre. Hey, so I've just got a question. Yep. Thinking back to, uh, to when you had that intermission and you said you didn't get up to go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. Is that because you had a... a- <laughs> <laughs> Froze, I'm not, I'm not giving away all my secrets. Okay? I'm not giving away my secrets. Um, yeah, so what, uh, what other stuff is there? I mean, there's some insane moments in this movie, right? Should we, should we get into it? Let's, well, let's, let's actually, uh, can, I, Come on. can I mention another another point that came quite early in the film Please that do. was a, a, that made me just like cringe and think, oh god, what have I gotten myself in? Where he refers to it as Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I uh, don't you don't you love it in movies when they when they stare down the camera and tell you the title of the movie you're in so you can look to the person next to you and give them a brief nod like, yep, we've brought the right tickets, guys. But why is guys. he calling it Waterworld? It's, like, it's still the yeah. world. It's not like they've gone to some amusement park. It's <laughs> not like they're in some different planet. Like, it's it's just the world. At what point did they go like, eh, this is Waterworld? <laughs> yeah, 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 well, I assume, like, what, yeah, at what point is there, like, there's the land... Signif- like hit a point where you go nope it's now water world this isn't this is no longer earth this is water world or just world <laughs> even just world i'd be happy for them just to call it the world this is the yeah. world that works guys yeah it's it's an odd one um and also doesn't really work the whole point of the movie is them finding dry land right which is significantly yeah. not water world right there's no water on that dry land i assume if there is then what's the bloody point um <laughs> Yeah. Hey, have you noticed like that all every single conversation in this film mm-hmm. was about finding dry land? Yeah, the movie is about 90% of people talking about dry land or or heading to dry land potentially. 
Like um, you wouldn't you wouldn't think to like ask how the kids were. Yeah. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't think to say like, hey, what have you been watching on TV? Yeah. Everyone's all about like, oh, we must find dry land. Yeah, we must find the dry land. There's, there's nothing. Oh, is that a map to dry land? <laughs> like, shut up about the dry land. Seriously. Like, this is I'm assuming it's been this way for quite some time, right? Like enough time yeah. for mutations to happen, right? Enough time for humans to literally evolve. So you would think by this point, dry land is like, eh, let's, you know, we don't need to talk about this anymore. It's, we're, we're done here. Like, let's just, yeah, let's just it's, accept it's not our like world. It just happened yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. what do we do? They've adapted to the water yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, bizarre. Again, just evidence of this movie uh, not really knowing what it's doing. Um, and I think I think you can apply that to the story as well. So like they're on this mission to find dry land, but there's no sort of like no sort of mention of how they're gonna do it, what the plan is. Like it's just yeah. they just want dry land and, and hope they're gonna run into it. I, I, I don't know. There's no like outside of having a kid with some scribbles on her back. Like they have nothing. They they're just bumbling about in the hope of finding dry land um but do you think that like bizarre. people who live on houseboats do you think they're kind of not happy um... because <laughs> looking at it from their perspective there are people in this in this world who are like on houseboats and they're not like thinking shit we, we gotta we gotta get on some dry yeah, land yeah that's true i guess i guess they're having the time of their life i mean i assume their houseboat is now you know expensive in this world right like they must be making a killing on those on the money side of things. People are gonna, well, I assume, want to buy these houseboats off them. Well, if yeah, if you're if you're in Waterworld mm. and you're on a houseboat, like sure. if you already had a houseboat and then Waterworld came in, you'd yep. be like, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm exactly. Cool. Right, you are. I don't know what you guys are fighting about on your raft. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else in their brown, <laughs> awful clothing while they're living the dream, living a life of luxury on their uh, top of the range houseboat. Who's laughing now? <laughs> Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, um, a lot of weird people in this movie, right? A lot of uh, weird, spe- like, speaking of just people generally, that the whole civilization on the, the atoll, atoll, I don't know, I don't know how you say yeah. it, their whole thing was, was odd. Did you, like, did you see the scene where they're, they're dropping, so w- we finally get out of just watching kevin costner on a boat he turns up to the 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 atoll. Wait, i'm sorry i'm sorry we get out of watching sorry. Kevin costner on a boat sorry i say Wasn't that. that the entire that is the film? yeah it is the entire movie watching. that's true that's true he is still on a boat sorry uh, <laughs> he's just moved from what i mean boat. is yeah he's moved from one boat to a significantly bigger boat um <laughs> yeah and we see that weird mud burial what what was that about? Uh, yeah. What was that know. about? That's, is that that's, world? That's... Is that what? Is that what we call world, world building? Is that they 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 do a lot of this where they just drop in aspects of this world and expect you to just know what's going on. Just just this is happening. Let, also, here it is. like so, they had those weird mud pits mm-hmm. with that they were dropping them in. So, but then they're just they're just carrying these bodies around. Why don't you just like put some weights on it and yeah. and throw it off the edge in the ocean? The water. It's yeah. fucking water world. <laughs> Use your water, goddammit. Yeah. Or maybe This is a fundamental problem in water world. <laughs> There's water everywhere and they're not using it. He's not filtering it for drinking water. They're not throwing their dead bodies in it. Uh, like, what's the fucking point? You're so not true. you're not getting your your, your full um 
It's, it's like, that, that would be like going to a liquor store and buying a bottle of Pepsi. Yeah. I mean, people like Pepsi, I guess, as a change of pace, right? Maybe, maybe they're so... If you, if you have had so much alcohol to the point where you no longer want alcohol, what are you going to resort to, Fraser? Pepsi. Uh, do you want me to say Pepsi? Yeah. Pe- okay. Pepsi is the answer. Okay. okay. So maybe, maybe okay. they've just had enough of water. They want to work ways around this okay we could drink kevin costa could happily drink seawater he's a mutant i assume he'd actually be fine with the whole process but he I wants to pee. i think you kind of missed my point he wants and to if, pee. You, if you if you're done with alcohol you're done <laughs> you're not going to liquor liquor store for that pepsi that's my point <laughs> that you're, going is, to that's that, you're not going to woolworths <laughs> mate let me tell you no brit is going to woolworths um but yeah so the the atoll set did, did you enjoy that that's one of the one of the pluses of this movie that i genuinely really enjoyed. did i enjoy that was why the... would i enjoy it? it it had nothing to do with anything yeah but like from a from a visual standpoint like the, like the production it, as said it's one of the most expensive movies uh made at the time and i think yeah. it's clear to see where the money went because the set in itself is impressive i think uh it's got oh, like a, a physicality that i think is missing from a lot of movies these days like everything in the camera um is real uh they they genuinely built a ridiculously sized um floating set without toilets mm. weirdly but we'll get into that i'm sure um well you know you know what like no toilets you know what's happening they've got the bottle um but yes like you can you can see where the money went and it it generally does look um stunning i think uh from a just a production standpoint um it's yeah you, you can see where the money got spent it's a impressive impressive set yeah, um, but I, honestly, I think unnecessary. I mean, yep. for me, like that, the uh, when the film started and you had that big war scene where you know everything mm-hmm. was going crazy, mm-hmm. I actually it kind of lost me then. Really, like I, I kind of preferred the simplicity of when it was Kevin Costner um, <laughs> pissing into a bottle and the kid just uh, well, yeah, just Kevin Costner pissing yeah. in the bottle. No, when when it was yeah after after they had left that and oh, it was just okay. a few of them. See, and I. Then, uh, I genuinely enjoyed that scene. I think my one of the big issues I have with the movie is that um, I, th- I I think first of all I think I appreciate the attack scene, the attack on the atoll um, for the just for the craft alone, man. Like the um, you can see that a lot of coordination, a lot of fantastic work from the uh, stunt team, um, and just a lot of effort had gone into it. I think I, I have issues with. The camera work, I think they go to all this effort of making this like fantastic all action scene and then they don't film it particularly well. I think if the camera pulls right. back and lets you take in the action and the chaos, I think it would be that much more effective. But um, no, I, I generally, yeah, generally enjoyed that scene and it, it provided an energy to the movie that was previously missing. And then I find it hard when they go to him on a boat with just these two women and they slow it right back down again um yeah i i found that difficult to take in after such a like i genuinely found the the first attack enjoyable um i i get the feeling you kind of like big action films is that true um, have i described you accurately like i i do like action films but i think my my issue with a lot of action films is that they're not particularly f- 
done well I, I like action that's done well so like again with this movie though i do appreciate the action i appreciate the the, the stunts going into it and the effort to craft that um i don't think it's done particularly well because it's all let down by the camera work because you everything's quite close up you don't really get to like you can't take it all in which i think again if you just pull that camera back a bit and you can see the chaos around like that's that to me would be more impressive i i would enjoy that more um than yeah watching some close quarters weird ass cutting um and also yeah, there was a lot going on and not a lot that i cared about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I, I again i think that's a lot down to the to the editing side of things i think if you yeah again pull it out follow your main characters a bit it's that much more um exhilarating i think um but yeah yeah i i, de- I definitely enjoy actions i wouldn't say they're my my favorite but they're up there um which unfortunately this movie does not have a lot of i didn't care for the uh for the enemies uh at all yeah um i i think well, that is a big um issue with this movie in that they the world building is erratic at best they'll put in random yeah. bits of information that nobody asked for but then they'll forget to kind of like build upon um the the important stuff so like the smokers we learn next to nothing about them um outside yeah. of the fact that they don't wash which again you're in water world guys just <laughs> exactly dip yourself in yeah um yeah you don't really learn much about them which is annoying i I, like i would have enjoyed more information about them how they're how they work as far as i know they just seem to work for cigarettes which for me is not a currency that uh is it is in prison they got the prison rules going on that works (laughs) does it work in prison i don't know having never been I, i i i can't tell you but yeah, what else are you gonna do? Read. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I would would have just liked a bit more information about them, um, a bit more uh, world building, but with purpose, uh, as opposed to just yeah. be like, "Hey guys, there's mutants in this world." <laughs> hey guys, well, look, look at this balloon. Like, it's, yeah, it's well, the, yeah. There's so much in the film that because we. It hasn't really. It, nothing's really set up for us. We're mm-hmm. like we're we're just thrown into this world, yeah. and we just see bits and pieces. Like even like the mutant thing, mm-hmm. uh, everyone freaks out about him being a mutant, and it's like, all right, so okay, what's the what's the hostility about? And it's never explained. <laughs> yeah, and he's the only fucking mutant in the film. He's the only one in it. So what really is the point of him being a mutant mutant yeah. at all? Does it really add anything to the film? Yeah, I t- yeah, I totally agree. Um I like <laughs> I don't understand like the hostility towards what is clearly a a good successful mutation, right? Like this guy can breathe underwater. It's water world. This is surely only a plus for civilization. Like get some crossbreeding on the go, guys. Shape a water us. Okay? This is this is what you need to do. You need to yeah, just gonna have to breed with him. This will, oh, the, this will help. That, um, yeah, our species. No, the, the chick in it, the, the <laughs> Helen, Helen. She uh, yeah. she, she was trying to breed. Yeah, she was always taking her clothes off. Yeah, him. but she only like, hey, hey, Gilboy, bring it on. But bring on. but only after a devastating loss, Fraser. Okay, only after everything looks uh, doomed. It looks like you're gonna die in a boat. Only then can you truly love a Gilman. Um, well, because remember, she took off her clothes. 
like one time yes. and then he, he was just like nah yeah no which thanks. was no a, like instantaneously right like the first thing she does is take off her clothes and offer herself to him which is really dark in again a really one of my biggest issues with this movie is the strange strange tonal shifts and this yeah. is an example of that so like you've just had your rollicking uh family friendly uh action uh, they finally escape the the bad guys and then immediately she's like I will offer myself to you as as payment for you driving me to dry land, which none of us have. Oh, was that a reason? She's, I think she's so. just like, ah, oh, I think ah, so. I got no cash on yeah, me. Yeah, essentially. Um, but yeah, it's a, just a weird, weird tonal shift, um, and just yeah, un- unnecessary. Um, but yeah, the the mutants in the world, it's weird. And also, old Gregor is uh, fully fully racist about the mutants he's uh, there's a uh, i can't remember the line it's going to be annoying me don't worry about it find it in there guys go watch the movie um room being very very interested he was he was uh oh sorry he was kind of into the mutant no 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 he literally declares that they're bad tempered he declares the whole oh, race yeah. bad-tempered. That, you, oh, to be fair, can you do that? To be fair, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Costner was being a cockhead right then. Do you know what? Actually, the, the more I look, the more I look back to it, I guess some stereotypes do exist for a reason, and that is a prime example of that because he is throughout the movie bad-tempered. He, he's no, he he's nothing but bad-tempered. So maybe I, you're I right, Greg. At any know. point, any point in this film. Kevin Costner cracked a smile. Not once. Um, yeah. I think maybe at the swimming scene where he takes old, uh, he takes the child for a little paddle. Outside of that, I don't think he was ever happy. Um, even when he even when he reaches dry land, right? This is what the movie's been on about the entire time. Reaching dry yeah. land. He gets there and he's like, Ugh, I don't I don't like this this feeling. <laughs> like what what are you want about? Just it's dry land. Is what you wanted. I don't. Yeah. That, well. Yeah. Because like uh, at, at the end when they got the dry land, wasn't he like, mm-hmm. uh, nah? Did <laughs> he leave? Yeah. Yeah. He, he literally yeah. no words as well. I don't think there's any sort of like reasoning behind it. I think he just goes, nah, nah. This ain't for me. I don't want any of your horses, <laughs> seagulls. Nah. Yeah, but, hey, but but he's 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 a mutant, so maybe he needs he needs the water. Maybe that was like like. Remember, remember the film Splash? Remember the uh, film Splash? I, Tom Hanks? I Tom do, Hanks and Daryl Hannah? I, I know of the movie Splash. I have uh, not seen it, Fraser. Well, anyway, <laughs> in the end, she's like, she's like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm, I'm, I'm going back in the water. You can come with. You can come with. Sorry. Ha- sorry. Or, Is Tom Hanks human? Ah, oh, actually, <laughs> I've mentioned Splash. However, this this film Waterworld has a Splash moment where uh, where he's 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 given uh he's given Helen the, the old the old smoochies under the water, oh, and then happens. so she can breathe. They did that in Splash. No. So are we saying Great that film. Waterworld is a Splash remake? Is that is that what you're insinuating here? Yes. So, Waterworld is a splash remake. So to clarify, you won't see the the Mad Max connections to Waterworld, but you do see the splash connections. Is that is that what we're stating here, Fraser? <laughs> yes. <laughs> good, good. Yes. Good, good. Yeah, there is there is no connection between Waterworld <laughs> and the Mad Max films. However, they splash. totally ripped off Splash. <laughs> yeah. Totally ripped it, um, ripped it off. Hey, Fraser, do you remember that scene where uh, that giant CGI blob jumps out the water and and uh, eats? Try, oh. Tries to eat 
Kevin Costner. Jim, yeah, Jim yeah. Ross. Well, I I have a note here which just says "big fuck off sea creature," <laughs> which is good because that's my exact note, Fraser. It literally says "big fuck off sea creature." Um, yeah, that was that was weird and unnecessary, right? Well, again, that was like that's almost like the mutants. You've you, mm. you've thrown in this big sea creature because they're like, mm, we're we're a bit hungry, and Kevin Costner's like. Don't you worry about a thing. And then he like jumps in the water and he's splashing about and then he gets like eaten by the sea creature and you're like, ooh, oh, that's not good. And then it just cuts to them like eating the sea creature, <laughs> yep. being like, oh, this is delicious. Thanks, Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yum, yum. It's, it's, in, I just, again, there's no sort of, no sort of basis for it. We, we don't hear anything about these sea creatures at all um, throughout the movie. And then all of a sudden, cut, he's being eaten cut again they're eating the the sea creature yeah it's... like that's the only point of the sea creatures you'd think that it would like maybe somewhere in the end the sea mm-hmm. creature would pop up and like eat one of the smokers or yeah. something they don't the only other reference to the sea creatures is when when uh kevin costner's like you know finally bonding with mm-hmm. um with the kid what what was her name um, uh Alo- uh Al- Al- Alona. Alona. Some, yeah Alona. <laughs> An- Anola? Anola? Alona? Alona sounds like it Anola. should be her name. Uh, yeah, Nola, uh, sorry. You've watched this film like four times. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mate, uh, by this point, it's all washed over me. Um, um, yeah, yeah, so um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, when, when when he's finally bonding and he's like, I'll teach you to swim, I'll teach you to swim yeah. in Waterworld. And then um, and then Helen Helen comes out and she's, she's like, oh, oh, no, you shouldn't be swimming. The monster's in the water. And he's like, yeah. oh, nah, it's all right. They're sleeping. It's like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, Kevin's got they- it, guys. He knows he knows where every single one of them are and that they're all sleeping. Um, also, what is their sleeping pattern? Because they're, they're just swimming in the day, right? And he gets eaten in the day. So yeah. is there a very specific time in the day that they come out? Is that what he's saying? Listen, listen, he's got gills. He's got a connection mm, to these things. Yeah, I guess he has a kind of connection. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's all bizarre. It's very, like, again, I, I'm i not a person who necessarily needs stuff to be spoon-fed to me for me to enjoy the movie. Like, I don't need to know every detail. Um, yeah. And, like, I, I can, you know, just just let the movie wash over me. I, I can enjoy that. But I think there's a difference between um just having you know bits of information um given to you and you working out for yourself to just random bits put in there for absolutely zero reason um like there needs to be a payoff for me and the stuff they drop in is erratic and there's no payoff The, the fact that he's a mutant for example doesn't play any part like any role in this movie um outside of what he can drag the submersible down um to the bottom so they can see the wreckage of the old world which it looked like the machine sank anyway so do does do we need him to just drag it down i don't know i feel like they could do that on their own um like yeah so like outside of that i don't know what his mutant his mutation is bringing for this story like it, it, it i don't know it just yeah i know he could he could have just held his breath right? yeah literally right <laughs> that's that's how that works i'm sure um but yeah so if, if you're gonna drop in your sea creatures give it give it a reason right other than just here's a scene here's a blob also with uh on that uh, matter 
the cgi is really bad um i think given that the movie's so like what 95 percent practical when they do introduce this the um the elements that they they couldn't quite capture uh, in reality it really really shows so the the fishing yeah. example of this i think the weird uh balloon scenes when when they're oh all... yeah they're the yeah. um so so at the end after uh I'll, I, and I'll, t- I'll talk about gregor a bit um mm. uh yeah when, when they're when they're flying through the sky in, in the balloon that is the worst yeah. green screen or blue screen whichever they were using back then that looks so bad yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. that's you know near the end of the film where you you don't you don't really want that and to to talk about gregor because you mm-hmm. touched on him before and i and i forgot to mention um <laughs> He, how about that Wizard of Oz moment yeah. with him going up in the balloon and he's like, I'm sorry, Helen, I'm sorry, Helen. And he's just like flying off into the sky like like the fucking Wizard of Oz. And, it's, it's so bizarre. It's... I must say, I must say, Gregor came back. Not like that fucking wizard. Yeah. That wizard, he, he fucked off. That, that's he, he never came back. Greg, he's, Gregor he's gone off to the better. KFC. He's gone off to the KFC. <laughs> but Gregor, Gregor, he's gotten his his two piece feed. But he came back. He, he came back and picked him up. He, good old Gregor. He, he's better than the Wizard of Oz. That uh, I will give him that. Okay, yeah. he he has more character about him. Uh, a more uh, he's he's a de- he's a decent human, I guess. Uh, considering considering you said he was a racist, <laughs> he yeah. had no issue coming That's back true. to pick up uh, the mutant. That is true. Do you know what I um I t- I take it back. He he. Although did he come back from the mutant? I believe when he turns well, up. You trying, uh, you, by the you, way, when I say t- when I say turns up, it literally is what three quarters of the way through the movie we haven't heard from Gregor at all. So as far as I knew. We had him at the beginning. His balloon takes off on its own. No, no real mm. basis for it. He tries to throw a rope, which, by the way, is the worst throw of a rope I've ever seen committed to film. <laughs> it gets caught on, like, a little bit of metal. And she's like, oh, no. Um, he flies off on his balloon. This is in the first, like, 15 minutes. We never hear from him again until... He just turns up out the blue. And he's like, hey, guys, I saw your smoking wreckage. Oh, yeah. Helen, it's you. Oh, mutant was... guy, you're here too. Like, like <laughs> that was kind of the that was the kind of the point of Gregor in that they had kind of established uh, him as this weird, like nutty professor. Yeah. And then he flies off and he's like, oh, fuck. He's, he's in like, a different oh, fuck movie. You, Gregor. Fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> he's in but a different movie. He comes back. He's the hero at the end. Yeah. And, he, and he drifts them off to, to the dry land. Um, but like, you know, think think to those those fucking Lord of the Rings films, right? Yeah, they they hadn't, as far as I recall, they hadn't established those fucking eagles <laughs> like at are the you beginning. Say, are you... But then you deal you deal with those three long ass fucking <laughs> films of them walking, and then at the end it's just like, oh, we'll just get the eagles to fly you back, and it's like, why didn't you get the fucking eagles to fly us there? So we what, could have had like a short film rather than these three fucking long ass films. What you're saying is the hobbits needed a Gregor. Is that what you're telling me? They did. <laughs> they needed Why? their yeah, own exactly. Gregor. Just they making balloons. Let's do this, guys. Um, <laughs> I love the connection. Good work there, Fraser. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the whole Gregor character is insane. He he's playing. Um, I don't know. He should be in uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or something. I I don't know. He's not. He's not in this post-apocalyptic world. I don't believe that he exists in this world. It feels like he's been dragged from another movie and just plopped um, into this one. It's 
Yeah. But yet he was my favourite character. I'm really? I'm, gonna, I'm calling it. He was my favourite character. Bold. Bold claims there. And, you, and you've got issues oh, with the I... Deacon, but you enjoy Gregor. Because um, he had a personality. No yeah, one else did, had a he personality. Did, he definitely had a personality. I will, I will give him that. He wasn't playing it the same bland, sad way that everyone else was. Um, but again, that's because he's from a completely different movie where everyone's really happy with uh, Waterworld. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's bizarre. Also, as an aside, so the big plus to their team is that they had this hot air balloon, right? You're in the sky. You can see for miles. The enemies had a plane, okay? They spent the entire movie hunting this girl for her tattoo. Just use your plane, boys. Surely, like, yeah. they have the fuel to just drive that plane as far as they need to, have a look for land, find it that way. Surely, well, that surely the they don't thing. need the girl. Fuel. Like, <laughs> yeah. they had those jet yeah. skis, yeah. And, and they had the planes, and they were using, they weren't like, oh, no, you better, no, you better not run it now. Mm. Like, we'll just run one jet ski, just, and you know, we'll get yeah. one guy over there and just shoot him. Like, they, <laughs> they were running all those jet skis, and then the planes, which would have just been fuel guzzlers. Yeah. Um, and where is this fuel coming from? Yeah, there's no explanation for that at all. I think, I, I believe in the director's cut, you get um, some like brief backs. You get a bit more information about the smokers. And I think there's um, a couple of scenes about how they um, refine their royal or, or how they get access to all this oil, basically. Um, but in in this version of the movie, um, yeah, there's there's nothing. You, you you're just expected to believe that they have access to a ridiculous amount of fuel, unless their jet skis are electric. But I'm assuming they are definitely <laughs> definitely not having also oh, wait, hang on hang on if they were electric where's the electricity that's that's also true and, that's on. still an issue right speaking speaking of electricity mm-hmm. wasn't uh wasn't dennis hopper using a microphone <laughs> <laughs> yes he was yes he was uh battery powered i believe or, or, or oil powered i'm assuming they, they had that that crazy amount of oil um yeah they uh <laughs> the do you going back to that initial at- atoll attack uh there's a scene mm. with a jet ski where it's slowly like the, either the driver gets shot or something and it slowly drives into a wall very much um like uh, a simpsons episode where the car slowly drives up to a tree touches it at the, f- the faintest of touches and it just explodes in this ball of fire um, and it's the most unnecessary thing. Um, also, the giveaway that they are using way too much oil in these uh, in these beasts because there's no explanation for why that uh, vehicle exploded the way it did. Really annoys me in action yeah. movies. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, speaking of explosions, mm-hmm. I want to talk about. Uh, remember, there was that scene where there was that that big explosion, and uh, Dennis Hopper's like. Uh, see, see your suckers, mm-hmm. and he like jumps off, yeah. And then, then, then it explodes, right? And then, firstly, like, what was the story there? Because it was like his own people who were like shooting his boat. Yeah. Like, how did that go down? Yeah, it's uh, it's really weird. <laughs> so, his his henchman, right, is firing some ridiculous machine gun at the um, at the bloody atoll. Uh, old Kevin Costner spears it with a, ha- a harpoon uh, as as they're making their escape on his little um, fucking catamaran and uh, he's 
I assume dragging or like he basically begins turning this gunship the guy mounting who's mounted the gun can't hear for shit he's just firing wildly right so he's slowly turning into the view of his own leader and then uh, manages to yeah uh, shoot and explode his own leader's uh, ship which for me higher better henchmen right like this well, that's just yeah. just like yeah it's poor 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 on everyone's part someone needs to stop him or just stop shooting do you know what i mean like you need to you need to read their resumes <laughs> a little more like you know intimately you need to know yeah. like this interview process come on what's going on there? i mean i guess we don't know <laughs> the population numbers of water world right so I, I, we've got <laughs> yeah. to assume hey, he's gone here's the thing this is what i don't get right because later on dennis hopper is like blaming kevin costner <laughs> for taking his eye and it's like but that, yeah he, he had nothing to do with that yeah. and also might i say so he's on that he's on on the on the boat mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it and then and then he, he's like see you suckers he jumps off and so the next thing we see of him he's he's all he's all like charred up mm-hmm. and 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 his eye is <laughs> yeah it's like there's no <laughs> I, I don't i need to visit a burn ward to see what happens to an eye but i don't think your eye just just like that's, that's, comes out i i don't i don't think that's that's a thing that's the one thing that happens in explosions uh Fraser. that's, just that's the all that just happens straight away just pops right out <laughs> just bails mate it just bails on the situation um yeah it's really weird and it is weird but he he holds that grudge against kevin costner for taking his eye when it was his own man. Like, don't blame Kevin for your, you know, awful hiring process. It's not. It's not his fault. You've got shit henchmen. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's it. The scene's really weird as well, right? Where he's um, got the new eye and he's sat there and he's got all his lackeys around him and he's asking them, "Oh, you know, how does it look?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, yes, boss. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. That's great." Turns to the kid and he's like, "How does it look?" Kid's like looks like shit <laughs> he's like it does look like shit it's like what what is this what why is this in the movie it's unnecessary it doesn't do anything um outside of um prove what we all know that kids say it how it is um yeah it re- it's a weird character trait that wasn't needed he he could have had two eyes i mean i guess they needed to make him a pirate somehow it is a scene well, yeah because the, the smokers are, are like you know technically like some style of pirate so mm-hmm. i guess they you know they need an eye patch i guess dennis hopper was like look i'm only gonna do this film yeah if I an eye patch. <laughs> maybe the old the old samuel l clause um yeah it's uh yeah it's a weird one i mean but then you don't see anyone with any like wooden appendages do you know what i mean jack black's not flying the plane with two wooden hands like no. If, you, if you're going to commit to the pirate, the the piracy of it, go go hard. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of of again weirdness in this movie, um, do you remember the scene where they come across the drifter? The, oh yeah, the drifter. I forgot about that one. Yeah. So I, I I didn't I didn't even write down any notes because I was so <laughs> so confused about that entire yeah, thing. Yeah. Like... Um. So as I've already said, the tonal issues in this movie. And what really I really really struggle with, and this is an epitome of those issues. So he finds this drifter. Um, apparently, he has to converse with him because that's the rules in Waterworld. Which again, they set up these weird rules that don't really play any part in the movie. Um, so they find the drifter, and then uh, he begins to offer the child 
first or, okay. or, the, or the drifter wants the child basically it's alluded that basically he wants to have sex with the child which for me is not something you put in your uh 12 <laughs> rated family rollicking fun adventure summer blockbuster um this may explain why it had issues making money uh, because like that's a bit of pedophilia you just doesn't, doesn't really go down down that well yeah with it, it, re- it really doesn't um it's not a film you want to take your kids to yeah it's really strange and then that like so in the end luckily kevin costner has just enough heart to say no to that um and instead offers up the lady like that's like that's any more acceptable um yeah, it's a really weird scene, and it's just yeah, again you know, tonally. I'm glad you've clarified that for me because when I was watching that scene, I, I kind of thought like maybe I hadn't been paying attention properly, and yeah. I thought like, oh, am I reading this? Wrong? <laughs> what's happening yeah, actually yeah, happening? Yeah, no, it was it it was happening. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, just really, it's just really ugly. It's just not needed in the movie, and it just again. Like, choose what tone you're going for. If that if that scene is happening in a um, fully like adult story, um, a really a, yeah, if they're going for the true gritty post-apocalyptic vibe, then I can like as a viewer, I can watch that and go, okay, I, I can I can understand what they're going for, and it's not out of left field. Um, yeah. But in your fam, like when you're cutting from him, you know, swinging around the ship to all action uh, 90s music and um saving everyone it's all cheery family upbeat you've got stupid jokes like him peeing in a bottle and drinking it and then you cut to him uh being you know having to deal with pedophilia like it's just not i don't know i I find it really tricky as an audience member to follow your movie um yeah i i really really struggle with the tone in this movie i don't think they know what they wanted i i I think they had two ideas one of them is a a family-friendly blockbuster and one of them is a post-apocalyptic movie and they couldn't mash the two together and this is a prime example of it uh this this scene epitomizes the issues for me yeah so does I can't. I remember him being all like, you know, I haven't had a woman yeah. in so long or whatever. He's real jittery. They, they don't end up having sex, do they? No, do they? no, like, no, no. So like, he um, he eventually uh, says you can have the 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 woman. He goes down with a Kevin. Then has a change of heart. Which, by the way, again, all we've seen from him is either throwing kids overboard so that they die. Um, or hitting them over the head with his large oar in the hope that they're dead, I assume. Um, there's no reason for us to think that Kevin Costner likes these humans or wants them on his boat. Um, yeah. He offers her up, um, but then has a dramatic change of heart from out of nowhere, goes down and gets into a, 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 scru- a scuffle with, a, with the old, I don't know, paedophile Phil? I don't know what his name is. Um Oh, well, to be fair, yeah, I don't think anyone has names in this movie. So no, I know that's, that's it, I've put more like... thought into his name than the the makers of the of the film. Um, it's it's funny because you got like like Kevin Costner's like the Mariner, and then you've got the mm-hmm. Drifter, and then you just got Helen. Helen, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Anola, which is again a random bloody name. Um, but yeah, so they have a, a scuffle. 
he he comes up the uh, uh, pedophile character comes up and uh, seems to have won the battle turns to the camera to reveal the worst knife wound you've ever seen in movies <laughs> it's honestly laughable it's like it looks like a tight like like he's been scratched maybe and then they've just covered it with like a streak of red paint or something it's yeah it's um just an awful scene all, all around really um and, right. unnecessary yeah unnecessary for the movie um yeah so what about the uh, final battle do you do you enjoy the final clima- climatic battle in this movie fraser because i for one nope do you'll be pleased to, pleased well, to hey did you say you do yeah yeah yeah. I, I i think um again the bits of this movie i enjoy involve the anything like the, the atoll and um when they're fighting on that ridiculously large ship because again production wise it's just enjoyable to look at um right to yeah to take taking visual I, I genuinely enjoy that scene i mean there are there are all sorts wrong with it it's it, it's again messy as but um it's at least enjoyable for my eyes i don't have to sit on that boat with him hating these two women for for any longer which is mildly enjoyable for me what about you did you enjoy oh, it? I, I, I was I, did i enjoy the the final battle yeah no, because cause I like I said the the battle scenes weren't for me. Okay, they weren't for me. I, I wanted to see the uh, the very awkward relationship of Kevin <laughs> Costner, yeah. Helen, and Enola Fair. from him going from throw throwing her throwing her into the water, <laughs> and then later on, you know, Teach having, having a little swim with yeah, her, whoa. a little little, uh, a little bonding bonding time. I just remember that she doesn't know how to swim in Waterworld. Yeah, she doesn't know how to swim. This is mad. How do you make a character in Waterworld that doesn't know how... How has she never come across water at any point? To, to, <laughs> to be fair, though, like, when you're learning to swim, you kind of start, like, in the shallow end and stuff, but it's all deep in yeah. there. It's all deep in. You can't just chuck a kid in there. When I was a kid, a dwarf threw me into a pool and I nearly drowned. There's, there's, <laughs> there's only one aspect of that story I would like to uh, investigate further. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, there's, oh, I, I don't even know what to do with that information, Fraser. Um, yeah, there's no excuse. For, I'm assuming she had no such dwarf-related uh, issues. Um, well, no. Hang on. Hang on. I, I, I felt quite close with her because I had a dwarf throw me into a pool. She had a mutant throw her into the sea. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. Are you saying that dwarfs are mutants? Is that is that is this the the correlation you're making here? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought, Fraser. Um, yeah, no, she she should be able to swim, right? There, there's no getting by it. She should be able to swim. I, no, I, because it was all look, look, listen, listen. You just you you're looking for problems here. <laughs> what this was about? It was just leading up to the lovely scene of him teaching her to swim yeah i mean i guess that is the only character moment in this movie um or so... you you claim and i and and i'll go back and i'd i'd rewatch this what's rewatch the scene just mm-hmm. to see if you're right you claim we may have seen a smile from kevin costner <laughs> i don't think kevin costner smiled in any fucking film he's ever been in but you yeah. think there's a there's a he cracked a smile in that one i believe so I, all, all i'm saying is 
give it a give it a second watch, Fraser, or a third if you will, uh, and just no. see, just see no. if you if you see him, uh, give one one tiny little smile. Um, yeah, that's uh, to be. I, I think one of the big problems while we're talking about her um, is that relationship between Kevin Costner and the girl. Um, I don't think it ever comes across as true. Uh, I don't know. Did it work for you? Does it come like? Does it? Does it play him and the kid? Yeah. No, because uh, nah, he you don't go from from throwing what mm-hmm. throwing someone over to die. Like he didn't give a fucking shit. Like he was yeah. gonna leave her for dead, and then suddenly bonding with her. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I totally agree, and I think they don't make any particular effort to change that in any way. Um, I, I I never feel like as as nice as the swimming moment is. Like it's not enough to go from having been happy to drop her off the boat to her death. Um, oh, yeah. Like, there's, there's no there's no convincing yeah. relationships in this yeah. film Also, Also, the, the kid fucking stole and used his only pack of Crayolas. Like, you're not going to befriend bitch. her. Like, it's, yeah, it's outrageous. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm done with it. Should we talk trivia, Fraser? Should we talk oh, some sh- trivia? There's, there's nothing yeah. there's nothing else to explore in this goddamn movie we've been, we've been too generous <laughs> to it to chat this long um i've got some i've got some gold for you though if you uh if you if you're happy to happy to listen um i'm gonna start with i love a good bit of casting information and did you know the deacon as played by the wonderful dennis hopper um was offered to samuel l jackson who took oh yeah, he, well he does like wearing an eye patch. He does. So. He ha- he has eye patch uh, history. Um, but yeah, he turned it down for Die Hard uh, with a Vengeance, which I'm sure we'll eventually get to. Um, it was also offered to Gene Hackman, uh, James Caan, and Gary Oldman, who I genuinely think would have killed this role, as Gary Oldman yeah. does. Always. I, uh, hey, that's the thing. Yeah, I, uh, Gary Oldman can do anything. Mm. I, I think he's great in every, anything he does. Yeah. Do you uh, remember when Gary Oldman played a Rastafarian? He's that good. He could play Rastafarian, and it be like, and and no one's gone. Gary, Gary, this you shouldn't do this. He, what he, film was that? Uh, did you play that? Bloody, we mentioned it earlier. Uh, True Romance also start, also features Dennis Hopper. Uh, in the right. yeah, in the, one of the most famous scenes, but yeah, uh, Gary Oldman. Hey, is, is Gary Oldman dead? He been He's dead, isn't fantastic. he? Gary Oldman died. No, Gary Oldman's alive. He's definitely alive. Oh, who's, the, who's who's the one who died then? Are you thinking Gary Coleman? Oh, <laughs> 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 I really hope you are thinking Gary Coleman because that would be just hilarious. Um, yeah, no, he's he's definitely alive. He's he's no, a he's yeah, a I know, he's I, know. A I, just, I just googled I just googled Gary Oldman dead and the the answer came back <laughs> strong no um yeah random fact though so uh, he told a GQ magazine the only reason he rejected the role uh, was based on yeah. the flip of a coin apparently and uh, instead he took the Scarlet Letter which we assume is better than Waterworld I've never seen it nor heard of it still Wait, better than really Waterworld was it released in ninety five. Uh, oh, I don't know. Potentially, because we we may have to let, watch. Let's it say yes. Let's say yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So a bit, a bit of random casting information there for you. Uh, did you know? Uh, you mentioned uh, old um, Helen's nude scene. Uh, did you yeah. know that uh, she had a bo- a bum double for that one? 
It wasn't her actual bum, despite having done nude scenes prior to this and after. For some reason, right. <laughs> she just didn't want to get naked for Kevin Reynolds, I guess. I, I don't know what well, it is, but... Because do you really want to be saying, hey, you should watch Water- Waterworld? <laughs> because yeah. not only is it a fantastic film, you can also see me naked. That's true. That's true. I guess it's not a, not a, a real selling point. Um, she did say it was a, a weird experience, though. So she had... Um, she insisted on choosing her own double, as you would, right? Like, if I had to choose someone to play my bum in a movie, I, w- I want, like, full creative uh, power over that decision. Oh, wait, hey, so, wait, so she had, like, a bum lineup. Oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. she's like, well, this is the thing. Whoa. So she had three finalists come into her trailer uh, and drop their robes, and then, yeah, uh, she she chose the, the derriere uh, to star in the movie. Oh, what a privilege yeah what a privilege right um yeah so kevin costner personally invested 22 million into this movie which to me is yeah. mad but also explains the fact that apparently he was a bit of a dick um throughout the making of this movie um he had a really troubled relationship with kevin reynolds which is interesting because obviously they're They've got prior work in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. They actually worked yeah. together again um, on a TV show uh, after this movie. Um, but, okay, so they've, they've patched things up. That's good. Uh, good well, well, I assume so. I don't know what their working relationship's like now. Um, but yeah, so uh, Kevin Reynolds said of Kevin Costner that he should only ever star in movies he directs. Uh, that way he can work with his favorite actor and favorite director. So it was a bit... <laughs> Yeah, a bit of an issue. And apparently throughout the making of the movie, he was, um, yeah, a bit bit of a dick. Getting luxury yachts to and from set. Um, but then again, he he invested $22 million of his fair, own money. Yeah, he's yeah, also he's the not star. Like, stay in the slums. Yeah. Like, if you're putting that money to it, you, you want to be... Uh, look, I, I don't know the terms of, of how everyone else got screwed over mm-hmm. by that, but yeah, if I was putting in that much money, I'm not gonna For sure. I'm not gonna be staying in a tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus it's got to be hard on all that water, right? Who tents on water? Um, <laughs> so you've got uh, also Joss Whedon, the famous Joss Whedon. He loves turning up and writing a few words in people's scripts. Did it with Alien Resurrection. Done it with many, yeah. many a movie. Uh, he also did it on this, describing the experience as seven weeks of hell um what is what like what is the deal with joss whedon yeah. like every film he's done some sort of weird uncredited rewrite yeah, on it yeah I, I i don't know or, I, or he's come in and, and directed it as he did on the um one of those dc films yeah yeah uh, batman versus superman dawn of justice no it was uh justice league justice, justice, justice league. league sorry just yeah 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 well done. Um, yeah, it's it's a strange one, and I what I find really weird is usually you can kind of pinpoint the the Whedon moments in movies, or like, or at least the the stuff he's written. Um, yeah, I think you get the same vibe with like Tarantino because Tarantino does this a lot, right? Where he'll write um, bits for movies, and you can kind of tell that they, like they stand out as his his work. Um, I think yeah. Whedon has that same vibe, but in this, I couldn't tell you um what was uh, if any look, if any like, of it's still in there I, I i don't know but 
You know, if he's describing it as seven weeks of hell, mm. this seems like the kind of film that it was just the producers breathing down everyone's neck, wanting to change things and stuff. So ultimately, I almost feel like Joss was probably just a workhorse in it, as was everyone in this film. So yeah, uh, yeah I, th- I think to say whether he had much creativity in it, uh, I, th- I think it's it would have been minimal. I think yeah. whatever he had walked in thinking he could achieve with it, he would have walked out feeling a bit uh, yeah. burnt out and and forced into um, you know yeah. making it a way that he, he didn't want. Sure, and, uh, that's a that's a you know that's that's a common story in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that that's fair. It would, uh, still, I don't know if uh, any particular Josh Whedon ness would save this movie anyway. For what it's worth, I, I don't think there's much that can. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, any trivia on your side, Fraser? No, because you've said everything that I've written down. Perfect. So cheers for that. Y- you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, yeah. Should we talk about the soundtrack? Because I genuinely did not enjoy it. Um, no. No. Yeah. Something about the score really, really didn't sit with me. So it's yeah. the, uh, the music's by uh, James Newton Howard. He's done loads. Um, uh, I, I don't know if there's anything you'll particularly recognize him from. Like, I, he's he's definitely a name that I've heard of, but I wouldn't like. He's not like say Hans Zimmer, right? If you, you people know Hans Zimmer, right? Pe- people know. Yeah. Um, it, it's just there's something about uh, this music particularly that I just did right. Not in but enjoy. hey, you you clearly you clearly haven't made a note of any films he's done, have you? Uh, I I can tell you off the top of my head. He did uh, Sixth Sense. You're, you're, you're Googling. Nope, I'm oh, not Googling. Okay. He did Sixth Sense and he also did uh, The Unbreakable. That's not the, oh, cool. The yeah, both uh, M. Night Shyamalan, yeah, Laman, Laman So he, he, yeah. works, he works with M. Night. Um, and that is off the top of my head, Fraser. So I will take one point. Thank you very much. All right. I, I, I apologize for doubting you. Yeah, well, just, so you, you bloody yeah, shit. I, 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 sensed, I sensed hesitation, but I was wrong. Yeah, they, there you go. There you go, Fraser. Um, yeah, so the score with hey. this one... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, the score with this one doesn't work for me at all. Um, and I think it, again, goes along the same lines as the tonal issues. Like, you've got this weird family-friendly score, like backing scenes mm. where he's driving a full speed jet ski into what is yeah. essentially a valet um yeah it's 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 it, a very very family adventure style of school yeah. and then again like the you know you've you've got the the pedophilia in the film as well yeah. so it's it, it really just adds to that like what's your target audience yeah what's your exactly audience who, who are you aiming yeah. this for also there's that music how about, with the how about that that there's that part like yeah. where the where the um the smokers yeah. are like driving along and partying or whatever and it's it's like some it's like the james bond yeah, theme or something nah, like that it's, so weird. Some, it's like a like crim, yeah. like like famous criminal music it's like something like that it's honestly the cheesiest thing i've ever heard what that reminded me of did you see that um um, what was that Peter Pan? I think it was just called Pan. That Peter Pan oh, film yeah. that everyone hated with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw um, that. How, how, yeah, how they had that that part where they were like singing a uh, a Nirvana yeah. song. It, was kind of, it kind of reminded me of that. It's like, 
what the fuck are you doing yeah uh, <laughs> that's a really bad scene of a really bad movie um if we if we ever yeah. do whatever year that was that 2015 something like that 2016 if we ever do rewind 2016 make sure we watch pan because that is not a good movie no no no, um, no. Let's, <laughs> let's just do a side project let's just do every episode about pan yeah yeah i mean i i'm not on board uh so, <laughs> right. yeah find uh, someone else <laughs> see ya see ya sucker um yeah so in terms of uh the legacy of this movie um... <laughs> now hang on i'm gonna stop you right there because you've jumped you've jumped into you're like oh legacy i remember you saying some really weird shit when we spoke about legacy yesterday you said some really weird shit did, did so I? go go did i say some weird I'm just, shit <laughs> i'm just i'm just pre i'm just pre-warning our audience that you said because oh i was like because i was trying to like pass over it i'm like oh there wasn't really a legacy no 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 and you're like Hang on. Listen. Yes, right. yes, there was. Listen, audience. If you've seen the movie Fury Road, oh, Mad Max, this was what you were saying. Fury Road. <laughs> all right, you may see some similarities between Waterworld. Okay, this is based off the fact that Waterworld itself is very, very, very clearly inspired by the Mad Max series. Now, shut the fuck <laughs> up! I can't deal with you saying this nonsense it's, again. It's so true. <laughs> We've done so well on this episode uh. to keep everything fresh because we're talking about the film again. <laughs> but you're going back into this absolute crap. It's so true. It's so so true. The li- uh, so the um, the scriptwriter. Uh, I have his name. Give me. F- 14 seconds David David I can't pronounce his name I have it but I can't pronounce it we're not um, we're literally not, honestly we, we haven't been too good about the script writers we need to we need to do a bit that's more true. of a shout out that about is the script true. writers I mean, I, these guys these guys work hard yeah yeah I, I genuinely generally researched them a bit more generally researched him forgot to uh, actually talk about him sorry David um, yeah so he's he's also written um, Pitch Black Chronicles of Riddick, um, so you can do with that information what you will. Um, That's interesting. Uh, yeah, so he cited Mad Max 2 as a major inspiration. Um, in fact, I think um, if you do uh, some research, uh, the original producers of the movie were told they should do um, like a, a post-apocalyptic Mad Max-style movie. So yeah. it's very, very clearly inspired by Mad Max. Now, of course... Well, yeah, Fury Road it. has come this that, come, was come after. by Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And now you're saying Mad Max Four, Fury uh, Road. Uh, you're saying was inspired about this. How I'm I'm gonna say that Mad Max Fury Road was probably inspired <laughs> by Mad Max, Mad Max Two, Mad Max Three. Not Waterworld. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I can I I I can see that as a stance. Um, all I'm saying is this leads to. The future where we get a big budget summer blockbuster release of a Mad Max movie. I, I ge- genuinely, uh, as an aside, I do think, though there are obviously issues with this movie, um, the budget side of things has had a genuine impact on cinema. Um, I think, like before this, movies were kind of getting to that point where they were put, pumping more money into making these big blockbusters. But I think this was where it turned, and people really started to kind of like put in bigger, bigger budgets. Um, for like it's kind of 
only increased from here um like Waterworld is nowhere near one of, one of the most expensive movies ever made anymore um well, and, yeah. and i think that that stems from this um yeah uh, i i like i think in from a financial sense it's it definitely impacted um cinema uh and and the kind of blockbusters we get now with higher and higher costs well this this film is actually known as a flop but it technically wasn't because it did actually make the budget back it made profit it did i mean pro- probably not like a high profit no. i'm sure you've got the figure yeah out. yeah yeah so uh, it cost 235 um to make and it grossed around 264 um yeah million dollars worldwide so it, it made profit um not a huge amount and i guess if you're a studio and you're pumping in that kind of money you want to see better returns i assume um yeah. but it did still make money so it, though it is obviously known worldwide as this huge flop um one of, one of the best things to come from it actually was uh so there's um in the journalism build-up to Waterworld, there's a famously horrific movie with a really troubled production called Ishtar. Have you ever heard of Ishtar? No, no. tell me. Um, so, yeah, just a famously bad production. Um, and the journalist uh, started uh, nicknaming this movie Fishtar, which I just really appreciate the uh, the impressive journalism there. All just right. just yeah, find that I'd, out I'd, I'd appreciate that if yeah. I'd heard of that film right now. <laughs> well, but, uh, for you guys who know even, about Ishtar... Even, even if you, you would mentioned that yesterday, you know, I could have been like, ah, yeah, totally appreciating, <laughs> it, appreciating it now, but nah. <laughs> Gone in cold. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> so in terms of Kevin Costner, um, he went on to do The Postman, which is eerily similar in that it's a dystopian movie with him stumbling about being pretty bland. Um, did he smile? Did he smile in it? No. Uh, I I couldn't not tell you. I can't confirm whether he did or did not smile. Unfortunately. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna assume. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we do our final thoughts then, Fraser? Well, how, how, uh, the oh, the question is: uh, Does the film hold up today? Well, um, as you know. I, I struggle with this question. Uh, I struggle how to take it, mostly. Um, I think this movie... Sucked in. <laughs> from a... Like, I, like, you can watch it now and it not be particularly dated. I, I think that's mostly due to the physical production of the movie. Um, visually, it doesn't feel particularly dated to me. Um, is there much, like, 90s specificness to it? I think the score is super 90s. I think the way, like, the, the sh- again, the sh- I think all 90s have a very specific kind of look to them um, in comparison to movies now. Like, er- everything seems a bit crisper and clean now that you yep. don't quite have in the 90s. Um, there's not, like, any particular... Obviously, it being a post-apocalyptic movie set in, you know, whenever, it's not super rooted in the 90s um so for that i think that helps it hold up today in that you can kind of go in and still watch it without being like oh this is a a nostalgic throwback um yeah no i I, like i i think it holds up on that sense does it hold up as a movie is it good Uh, i think that's a, a different different question which i will well i mean you know it was i don't think it was ever good mm, so so fair. then that's <laughs> i mean the, the the does it does it hold up is is a broad question so mm. you can interpret that any way you wish 
but but yeah, like it's it's hard to really say you know whether or not it holds up if 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 you've never liked it or, or sure. nobody liked it. Like I don't, I, neither of us had actually seen it in its entirety before that you hadn't seen it right uh i'd seen it but years ago so like oh so you had seen it yeah okay yeah i I think i had said i had seen parts but when i watched it i I think i was more like sure i've probably like seen about two seconds of it so i i I probably watched the trailer to be honest so yeah when i actually watched it i was like now this is all very new to me fair um so yeah did it did it hold up for you i'm gonna say uh like does it hold up today Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say no okay for me it 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 felt really dated it it there was it was very very 90s i think and you just don't have those big kind of pirate style action adventures made today and it's i'm not saying it makes it like unwatchable or anything Mm -hmm. it's very it's a very watchable film so but it it does feel dated okay um and and of course i can't say say whether it's it's as you know you know whether it's as good as it was back yeah, then sure. because i i didn't see it back then so mm. um I, I, I over like it's hard but yeah. i would say no just because it is dated sure and it's not it's not something that i can say i will watch again yeah uh, and and like even like um you know but that's not even about my personal opinion about it that's just saying like oh it was it was it was kind of you know interesting interesting to watch mm-hmm. as uh, for doing this podcast but <laughs> even if i did kind of like it i i don't think it's something that i'd, I'd be going back yeah. to yeah no that's fair and I, I i can definitely agree with the point that you don't see these movies made anymore um yeah. i think like the the tone the, the what tone it is trying to choose um yeah you you don't get that anymore like real kind of like physical summer blockbustery movies um trying to like target like the whole audience they're basically now our superhero movies and i think they're done with such a kind of clean like such a clinicalness um you just don't get these kind of weird um, blockbusters anymore like uh, you've got to remember that it's a big like the most expensive movie ever made it's a completely new ip um it's not a remake it's not a sequel to something um which just mm. doesn't happen really um yeah yeah um so shall we shall we do our final thoughts on this then yeah Fraser? final thoughts yeah cool um I, I'll, 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 I'll crack on so yeah um basically disappointed um is my main feeling from this movie like i said originally i'd hoped for it to be better than its reputation but yeah just didn't didn't enjoy it um kevin costner mm. is hugely hugely miscast um he's he's not an action hero i don't believe it when he's flopping out of the the sea like flipper or free willy like i i I don't believe he's doing this shit um yeah and and my biggest biggest issue with it is the tone it's just so all over the place um one Mm. minute you've got family-friendly action going on next minute you've got pedophilia one minute you're having a lovely swim with a child next minute you're well, that that's after you've just lobbed her over the boat trying to kill her. Yeah. Um Yeah, they they just didn't know the tone. I think I think what you have here is a really, really cool, unique idea. 
I like I, I like the the concept of Waterworld. I like the the kind of Mad Max at sea vibes. I enjoy that. I enjoy the physical production. There there are things that I, I like about this movie. Like the stunt work again is top notch. Um, when the when the camera does pull back and allow you to take it in, it genuinely uh, impressive. Like yeah, I find it exhilarating, but it's it's so marred by the um the lack of t- the lack of tone um and yeah it, it just struggles uh there's no sort of character interaction like real true character interaction you've got obviously characters talking to each other but there's nothing really going on nothing's earned um kevin costner's change of heart is never earned and yeah it just ultimately it, it loses me on that um like I say, there are things I enjoy. I like the physical side of it. I like the production value, but for me, the movie just it doesn't work. It's too the tones are too. Um, there's too much of a disconnect between the family friendly movie they want. Mostly, I assume for money, right? If you've made the most expensive movie, you need more people to see it, so you have to make it family friendly. Um, yeah, and that doesn't work with this kind of post-apocalyptic world they've set up. Um, what, right. what about yourself, Fraser? Look, I I didn't walk in with expectations. Mm-hmm. I I knew that it was not known as a good film. I think I, I said on the last episode it looks good. So I was in. I was definitely walked into it with intrigue, but I I did not expect it to be good. But I think I actually expected it to be a little worse than it was. And overall, I don't like it. I'm sorry. I wanted okay. to like it. I really wanted to be positive about it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay, but if you asked me and you didn't do it you didn't do it on this episode because you asked me on the Tommy Boy um episode uh you know, what were your favorite sure. scenes? I was like, oh fuck, I didn't, I didn't write that one down. And that was a film that I really enjoyed. Um if you were to ask me on this what scenes, what were your favorite scenes? I had I would have no answer for that. Yeah. Cuz so there was nothing that really I can say that I really liked about it apart from the overall concept. Yeah. It was a it's a cool concept and if you were to ask me how could they do that better? I would say probably I would prefer a small production. I know you don't agree with that. I know, but for me, I would have preferred it to be about the relationships, about character building, and that's what I like in films. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I like character based films. I like that sort of stuff. So if you had these really strong characters and we're building those relationships, and we actually understood them, understood like you know about a, sure. a, a, if you're gonna if you're gonna turn him into a into a mutant all right but explain that to us and it just wasn't in in this film at all yeah. so i didn't care about any characters in this film i didn't care about them and that's totally lost in this sure. and you can come in and be like oh, okay cool there's explosions there's war there's people on jet skis um but for me there just was nothing that was overly enjoyable mm-hmm. and i don't hate this film it was you know, I watched it. I I wasn't saying I wanted to shut it off. Like it 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 was yeah, it was there. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah, I can't imagine that I'm going to go back to it. But good on them, good on them because I think they tried. They had a nice concept. I don't I I don't don't remake it. Don't remake it. I don't think you should remake yeah. this film. I don't just l- let it be. I, let it be as this thing. And I I think there's people who do 
truly enjoy this film out there and for whatever reason that is whether they find it as just kind of a bit of a cheesy mm-hmm. load of fun or if they kind of really dig like what they were trying to make out of this and 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 that work from the concept it's yeah like i said it's it's all the concept is so cool and it just yeah i don't know it yeah. didn't work but it's not it's not it's not a piece of crap i couldn't couldn't say it, it, it's it's not a piece of crap yes there's really weird shit in here <laughs> but it's a it, it was such a troubled production and i would be really curious to get like the original script mm. and to see you know what what it was about and where you know because i'm sure it was it would be a really interesting read yeah definitely. and i think it, it really was just a matter of the producers coming in and Hollywood's like that. They're going to come in and they're going to be like, okay, the audiences aren't going to like this. You need to spoon feed your audiences sure. and, and we need to make money because Hollywood is a business. And that's just that's just the way it is. And, and a lot of films suffer from that. Mm-hmm. And this, unfortunately, was it. And it would have been such a hard production for them to work on. You're working on water sure. and you're working with, like, with such big stuff. Like... I, <laughs> yeah, I feel sorry for anyone who worked on it because it 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 looks like it would have been freaking hell. But sure. uh, yeah, like I said, good on them. Uh, it it exists, and I'm sure it's got its fans. But uh, it's not for me. Not for it's not for me. That's fair. Um, yeah, I I I can totally see your points. Um, I I would say like I don't get me wrong. I love I love a character driven. Um, movie uh hugely important um again one of the issues i do find is exactly what you said there is no character points to this so if there's none of that i'm looking for what i can enjoy the only thing i can enjoy is the action i understand your point of view that i i think that action is lessened if you're if you don't have any sort of character building because why do you care for the characters in, in these action scenes um so I, I totally appreciate that again i think yeah overall I, th- I think the simpsons nailed it right there's a scene millhouse is playing the, yep they nailed it they there's a scene millhouse is playing um the arcade version of Waterworld. he pumps in 40 quarters it's the most expensive uh, arcade game ever he gets to move kevin costner maybe two footsteps and then it says game over pay 40 quarters to play again that sums up water world there's just nothing to it and yeah it's yeah we're done we're i'm done with yeah. that i'm giving it i'm going into star ratings fraser and i'm giving it two, yeah, yeah two, it. two and a half weird mud burials out of five fraser two and a half weird mud burials mm. out of five <laughs> i think that's quite i think that's pretty freaking high though <coughs> really like for you, how many? How many? How, what did you give Tommy Boy? So I gave Tommy Boy two. Now, in like this movie, though it is bad. Don't get me wrong. I don't want you to think this is a good movie. I enjoyed it more than Tommy Boy. Like Tommy Boy to me is just a bunch of sketches with. You're with an absolute animal. Going on. <laughs> At least, at least these bunch of sketches was funny. Uh... Waterworld, nah, nothing. Like again, nothing. I do. I genuinely enjoy the the physical side of things, the production value, the effort that is clearly gone into getting it like on onto the screen. Um, I, I can appreciate that. Like I said, I gave Tommy Boy two. I enjoyed this more than Tommy Boy, so I have to go two and a half. Well, what what score are you giving it, Fraser? Okay, firstly, you're an absolute animal. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> my rating is 1.5. 1.5. Yeah. See, now, that's low. It is low. It is low. But as I said, I just there's there just isn't anything that I I liked in the film apart mm. from the concept. That was it. And so I couldn't bring myself to give it a two. And look, 1.5, it's not one. It's not yeah. zero. Okay. And, and so I can I can go much lower. Like, there will be become a time when there's, like, a zero film. Yeah, like, true. Like, you know, we true. still need to get to, like, Carnosaur 2. <laughs> we no st- doubt we do still need Carnosaur 2. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I No, I couldn't bring myself to give it a two. I think it didn't have anything to justify that too i i I have here like i've i've put 1.5 and i've put question mark Mm -hmm. so i i i I was definitely the whole i i think of the star rating when i'm watching the films Mm -hmm. i think the entire time of what that star rating is gonna be and i remember with the tommy boy it was the whole time i think what did I end up giving it? I think I gave it a, a three. T- was it three? Yeah, I, th- I think a three. Yeah, it was a three. And I think I, I had initially, like I was thinking the entire time, it was a 3.5 and then the ending knocked knocked half a star off it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so look, look, you know, uh, it's it's going to be interesting the more films the that more we films, watch, yeah. how this star rating goes. Yeah, because it- I... I, I truly don't think this this film deserve, deserves two two seems generous yeah and and uh yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on sorry what was your star rating again yeah so i gave it two and a half and again i like it's a kind of i think this at uh, the early markings of this is is the hard part so obviously having giving tommy boy a two i think that i have to judge it off of that so for me five. you love it it's your favorite nah, film see ever. for me a three that gets you into my i enjoyed it if, if you get a free, I've enjoyed you. Anything higher, you know, we'll get into that. Below free, I haven't enjoyed. Um, but this, I enjoy more than Tommy Boy. Thus, two and a half. It's a flawless system, Fraser. Okay. <laughs> Don't, don't question it. I can't wait. I can't wait until we get a film like <laughs> and seeing what you give me. You'll be like five. And it's like, come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. I'll, fives will be rare. Fives will be rare. <laughs> Alrighty, so shall I? I have a hat on my lap. Ooh, what kind of hat are we going for this week, Fraser? I mean, Ooh, you're gonna you're gonna I do ha- well to top the uh, top hat from last week, my friend. <laughs> well, I have a um, I don't know what you call them, but it's uh, like they're like a golfer cap, like uh, something like like what Fat Albert would wear. A uh, uh, flat cap. Is flat, it cap flat cap. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a flat cap, and. Uh, you know, I was I was happy to find my flat cap. I've 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 worn it before, and then I forgot. Whoa! It. Hold on! Hold on! I got it out. I think I'm gonna wear it again. Hold on! You've worn a flat cap, like outside. Is it? Do you have a problem with that? Uh, I I quite mean, striking in my uh, flat cap. No, I'm I'm all about that uh, positive uh, body <laughs> confidence, mate. But I, for one, would not be wearing a flat cap. I mean, admittedly, we never have the sun to wear any sort of cap. Um, but yeah, no, a, a flat cap. Bold choice. Bold choice, my friend. Right. But, but the most important part, may I pull the next title out of it? You have my permission, sir. All right. All right, giving it a bit of a shuffle. Come on, movies. <laughs> it's something. Okay. I have the title in my hand. What we will be watching and discussing in the next episode is... Babe. Babe, love that. 
Oh no, it's happening. <laughs> I can finally talk about George Miller. And oh, not, no. and not my, how much Mad Max can I get into Babe? Oh, no. You're going to see all the remnants. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to talking about Babe, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah. I haven't seen it in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I don't know, like, uh, so uh, you've, you've obviously seen Babe. I, yeah, I have. Again, not for, not since being an, a human adult. Um, yeah. Obviously, like, critically it's very well renowned people seem to love babe um when it was released so i'll be interested to see if it if it does if it does hold up um yeah i've i've got nothing but positivity for babe going into this i'm I'm, I'm i I expect being in tears by the end i don't remember what happens but i expect a tear rolling down my cheek otherwise one star (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm genuinely scared but that could be the case um what i'm looking forward to is watching a a pig emote more than kevin costner so that's that's gonna be fun right hey hey hey. yeah after after having to deal with that sad sad, (laughs) like i'm i'm kind of glad about this nice cherry upbeat yeah although although um it was a farmer farmer hoggett am Mm -hmm. i thinking of the right film is that his name farmer hoggett it is indeed yep Oh yeah. no! That means he he, 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 does, he doesn't smile, does he? <laughs> no, no, he definitely doesn't. The best, he... best you're gonna get out of him was like, "That'll do, pig." Like, <laughs> oh, so what? So I'm fucking fired? But he earned that, all right? He earned that. That'll do. Okay, that's the whole point of the movie, hey, let's, Fraser. Let's let's save the babe jokes yeah, for, for the next episode that's... for the babe episode. Let's uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's 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 save it for that. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, I'm psyched about that. And it's probably a shorter film than, than Waterworld because that took half my life to watch. <laughs> well, and hopefully we won't have to record that episode two times. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All righty. So uh, listen, if you guys want to get in contact with us, which you definitely should, uh, we're on Twitter at 1995Rewind. Our Facebook and Instagram, you can also find us 1995rewind. And we've got an email, 1995rewind at gmail.com. God, it seems so repetitive. Just yeah. it's, Everything's 1995rewind. That's what the podcast is called. <laughs> I'm going to change it up, Fraser. I'm going to add in mine, okay? If you want to moan at me specifically about my love of Mad Max, uh, please contact me at uh, RyansRich1987 on Twitter. Mostly where I just this shit? retweet people's stuff. Shit? Mate, I've got, to, I've got pe- people to feed, Fraser. All right? People to feed. Contact me. Ryan's well, you've rich. been, you've been harassing everyone, everyone asking, them to, asking them to listen to this podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they probably all, already yeah, yeah, yeah. Fingers right, crossed. If, if, you want to, if you want to get on my personal Twitter, it's at Fraser Ruddick. But uh, I don't know why you would want to bother. But, uh, <laughs> uh, is this going to be every episode now? You're every episode. promote Every episode, Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> all right so if you want to go to my website it's uh, www.fraserruddick.com there's absolutely nothing of interest there um also my home address is uh go on do it do it Fraser. i've been waiting for this moment <laughs> google it google it google it <laughs> um all right so um hey you know what like this episode is actually longer than what we recorded yesterday we've had more to talk about on a second round how crazy is that 
please like and subscribe. Hey, uh, uh, are you a bit nervous now? Like we're we're about to end this. Yeah, and, uh, that cord it, might get it, pulled. It's it, it's over. Uh, Fraser, if we could end it now, that would be great. Um, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> hey, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. The, the cord got pulled a couple of no, times. No, <laughs> no. Bye, did, bye, bye, did. everyone listening. It did. It got pulled like about halfway through it, and I thought I thought it was over. I uh, thought we was we had stuffed up again. <laughs> All right, I'll hit stop. Are you still there? But still yeah, there? I'm still here. Have I pulled the cord? Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, bye, everyone. All right, where's that stop button? Where's that stop button? Oh, do I just pull the cord out? I pulled yeah. the cord out. <laughs>